Welcome to the Shire Fit Podcast. We created this podcast to help you achieve your goals. I'm Jack Fletney, the founder of Shire Fit, and my aim is to give you the best fitness, business, and mindset advice so you can go and smash your goals. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to the Shire Fit Podcast. Uh, obviously, it's been a little while since we've uh, recorded our last podcast and put anything out to you guys. So, uh, firstly, I suppose apologies for being quiet for a little while. Uh, this podcast is all about the reason why, and hopefully, something you can take away from it as well. And it's probably about adaptation. So, uh, the reason uh, we haven't been able to record many podcasts is because we've had so many of the priorities that we'd have we've had to uh, really, really concentrate on um, and made quite a lot of changed improvements within Shirefit uh, and this has had to go to a little bit of a back burner but luckily now uh, we are able to continue with them and uh, we've got some really exciting lineups coming up over the next uh, next few months actually with some really interesting guests that hopefully you guys can take some things away from and learn quite a bit and hopefully apply it to what you whatever you're up to at the minute. So adaptation I suppose the biggest thing for me is uh, as the business, as Shirefit has started to progress and grow, uh, everything slowly changes. Everything needs to adapt. Everything needs to improve. Um, and I got a bit of a reminder of that actually just yesterday when I got sent a picture of um, when we first opened the gym and someone taking a picture of the reception space and how and it sort of sat there and reminded me of actually how much things have changed. Uh, we look at now where we're at compared to say three years ago that we obviously now have three locations open we've opened up a franchise and uh, and I think my role in the business has completely changed whereas beforehand it was coaching classes day to day now fast forward that time actually most of my time now is spent about how we're going to take the business forward the direction of it a lot of the ad- administration side of things and uh, with the occasional coaching which obviously if we I probably would have never thought we'd be in this position, which is amazing. And the the best thing about it for me is that it still keeps me on my goal. I suppose our goal as a, a as a business is to hopefully help and influence as many people as possible in our way. And that's what we set out from day one, and we're still doing it now. And I think my role changing just enables us to hopefully continue to do that on a bigger scale um, without losing the essence of what we're about as a business. And uh, and I suppose part of that is all about the staff and how they implement everything that we've made and designed as a team Uh, they're the ones that now go out and implement that so when we think about adaptation I suppose uh, I would probably say a fault on myself that and it's been a great learning experience over the last year is it's quite easy to sit on your laurels and think that you're doing quite well Um, and even if you are doing well I suppose you've always got to look to press the reset button and find things that still need to be better and um I think probably on the back end of 2018 um, and going to 2019, I look back now and probably thought, you know what, we probably could have done things better or we could have continued to improve. And, uh, and you know, these things happen. I think they need to in order for you to learn. Uh, the reasons we hadn't done many changes because we'd been doing lots of groundwork and we hadn't been able to take a step back and actually go, ah, oh, okay, this is what we need to do. And some of that groundwork was coaching more classes because we'd opened up one new gym and we, we you know, we didn't, weren't in the position to bring lots of new staff in. So we had to cover those gaps. And, uh, and if we didn't do that, then we wouldn't be here now with that gym being open and running well with a with a community that's growing and thriving. So uh, these things do happen. So 
uh, at the start of 2019, I was able to take a nice step back actually and start to think, you know what, what direction are we going in with the business and what things do we need to probably be doing better? Uh, as usual, especially with, with, with my mindset and thought pattern, there's always lots and lots of things to do. But I suppose uh, the first thing that we did and you heard from one of our podcasts when we spoke to Coach Max was a franchise. Um, why franchise? What was the option for doing that? I suppose the franchise allows us to grow um, uh, a good speed and also gives someone the opportunity to go and build their own business with our support um, using our sort of ethos, our culture, our systems in place, the training model, all those different kind of things. And Unfortunately, we don't have the money to be able to grow at a quick rate and go and do those things. Um, so offering the business style, not only uh, and offering the, sorry, the franchise style, not only offers that, but it gives someone else the opportunity to go and build something themselves, especially those people with entrepreneurial spirit that really want to try and grow something. And you know, we saw that with Max uh, really, really quickly. And you know, I'm really, really pleased to say now that only after a few months, the box has been really successful. And uh, success for me isn't always pinned on things like finances, but actually it's pinned on whether we're, we're sticking to our culture and our end goal. And you know, he, he's doing that and more. You've got a really, really th- thriving community. And it's been a really good learning experience since we started the franchise because we've we, we found lots of holes and things that need to be sorted and cleaned up and better and uh, and that's exactly what we've been doing behind the scenes actually ready for hopefully in the future when there's other gym owners that either need assistance to help their gym grow or people that are really excited and want to go and open a gym that we can be there to support them with that um, so we've had the franchise going on that's one of the things that we've sort of been working hard on recently um, the next thing is that we've announced a move of one of our locations, so Wellingborough, which was obviously our original location. Uh, reasons for the move, well, number one it isn't to save money because we're going to be spending more now with the building. You know, it's more expensive and there's going to be more other outgoings because of it. Uh, but it's actually because we wanted to improve it and that's probably the you know, the main aim. I think there was a few things that I wanted to improve on when we set up Wellember and Wellember has been amazing for us in terms of we've been supported really well by the landlords. Um, we've had a really, really good opportunity that building to start, you know, when we set it up, I started on a really, really small budget. Um, that they sort of assisted with all of these things so it enabled me to get the business going so uh, I am forever grateful for having that building I suppose it'll probably be here uh, it'll be quite weird when we when we leave it for, for the very last time and move over to our new place which is extremely exciting and we're gonna be over to Nencourt which is a location that is probably uh, is not so hidden away it's more of a prime location in the area um, it's more of a retail location so it's our first stage probably of one of my thought patterns of moving CrossFit gyms away from uh, warehouse space and see if you can find prime retail space that has a higher footfall um, and uh, can be recognized a little bit more than being hidden away somewhere in an industrial estate. I think the first step of that was being able to offer better facilities and that's exactly what we can do in a new place you know we've got space to build out nice shower rooms we didn't have that with it with, with the original um, we've got space for uh, for a nicer reception area and so things won't be so cramped and that's what's going to be exciting with this place um, I suppose the other and Probably one of the main reasons for our move is the opportunity to offer not one gym space but two. Now, this has been something in my thought. Like I've been thinking about this for probably the last two or three years because we quickly saw that Wellingborough was filling up with, with you know, we what we started to do was 
naturally I looked at it and thought well we're paying rent on a building from 24-7 so we need to optimise the space and uh, and the timing so what we naturally did was bring in more classes to the point where some days we're now holding 12-13 classes a day and what we're still seeing now is we got to a point where wait lists were still filling up now obviously in most people's sort of pass are great that's a really good situation to be in but for me it's very much like i can see current members and new members struggling to get in for classes and that's not what we want we always want the option to be there and it means that we can maximize the floor space by offering more classes um so that's obviously moved us to where we are now we've been able to offer two gym spaces which means we can all of a sudden um, we know the busiest times for our classes are early in the morning and late in the evening. Uh, the middle of the day is obviously a little bit quieter. So what we can suddenly offer, we can maximise that time in that demographic and area by offering two classes at the same time or concurrently. Um, and that's exactly what it's for. And uh, I cannot wait to get the model going and see how it runs and see how effective it is. And if it's effective, then um, then fantastic. And uh, you know we've been really really supported by the new landlords over there and. Uh, we've got some really really exciting design principles that we're bringing in that hopefully we can then roll out to uh, all our different locations and franchises and um, so yeah I'm just really excited to move there obviously with the move comes loads and loads of uh, small little admin bits whether it be change of use and I'm sure gym owners that are listening know the uh, know the hassle of change of use and you know the the legal side of things in terms of negotiating heads of terms leases organizing financials planning like we were organizing someone to move in where we're at the minute and do all those small things so that's another thing that's made us really really busy in terms of planning there's all the financial plans that come with it as well because all of a sudden with two spaces we're gonna have to hire more people we're gonna have to invest some more money into the gym space to make it look nice because we're going from scratch again so yeah so much uh, exciting things going on but those things obviously took priority at that time uh, and I suppose the the last main point for me was that we've uh, unleashed a whole new array of classes so one thing that I noticed and I was looking at was, we, you know, we offer a really, really good class within whether we call it our Shirefit or CrossFit class. And one thing I saw that was lacking there was the variation or opportunity to train some of the specific aspects. So what I mean by that is, unfortunately, like I was, we, we were holding specialist classes, like something called a virtuosity class or a skill class. And the problem was, was that we needed to train people in, in that specific skill more often to help them get better at it so that was in this let's as an example look at a pull-up now if we're going to be varied with our programming uh, within our traditional class then pull-ups will come in but not crazy often now if someone new or someone very experienced wants to get their first strict pull-up or wants to link muscle-ups or do do a high-level skill like that they need to spend a lot more time on that skill practicing it and uh, so that was my big takeaway for a reason for opening up and designing some new specialist classes and uh, and be able to do it you know, from what I see now offering every single kind of fitness required. I love our culture, I love the way the coaches look after and care for all of our members and what I then wanted to do was well we need to offer this to more people and offer a better service and part of that was on me and that was creating these new classes. So the new classes we created, we obviously kept our traditional class and then we brought in Sweat. Sweat is a 30 minute class so the whole idea behind the, the reason behind this class was to offer a simple class. One thing with CrossFit is it 
it involves a lot of thought. So it involves a lot of technical thought, logistical thought. Um, uh, so it can be quite mentally taxing in terms of learning new skills, applying them during workouts and things. What I want to try and do was forget about scoring workouts, forget about high level skills and just have 30 minutes so someone can come in, not think, they don't even know what they're about to do and the coach leads them through 30 minutes of you know intense workout where the whole idea is to keep it simple. And I think the reason we've brought this class in, especially more so in the future, is to be able to offer it to a certain kind of customer that maybe doesn't want to learn those high high skill movements or they want to just come in and not think and work out and leave again especially now because I, and I'm sure you'll probably agree that time is so precious now um, we always find ourselves doing more and more and having less and less free time so a 30 minute class opens the opportunity up for that and we're now going through the process of learning where we put that in the timetable to optimize it as well so we had sweat the next one that we continued with was our lift class which is specific lifting and strength class um, I think I probably got the direction of that wrong initially and did it and, and did too much Olympic lifting um, where actually we needed to build people's raw strength first we've built a really good flow to the class now that it gives you best of both worlds in terms of improving your Olympic lifting and also improving your strength bias work which is so important to to things like Olympic lifting I think that can get overlooked especially within the CrossFit industry of Ollie lift, Ollie lift, Ollie lift instead of actually building some raw strength first as well, um, especially for newer members and probably the everyday member that trains at gyms because uh, if they don't build that foundational strength, then number one, they're going to limit their progression and then number two, they're probably going to end up getting injured because of the nature of the beast of the way Ollie lifting works. Uh, then we brought in a really cool class called Chalk and Chalk is a gymnastics class. Um, so the uh, reason I call it Chalk and not gymnastics, gymnastics sometimes makes people feel like they're going to go and learn cartwheels and flips uh, and chalk sort of hopefully gives them a nice brand uh, to something to buy into with the class types so with that it's all about strength building learning lots of skills to do with body weight movement whether it be handstands pull-ups muscle-ups all those different kind of things so uh, we've implemented that and then our final new class that we've implemented is our engine class and this is where we brought in some new equipment into the gyms and we're going to be unleashing them into the franchises as well um, and specifically the concept bikes which have seen a ridiculous amount of buy-in and you know I absolutely love using them we bought in a echo bike and a concept bike as a sort of trial to see which one we thought could be best and I think from feedback we, we all sort of agreed the concept it wasn't any fault of the um, of the echo bike but I think one of the limitations with the assault bike is it depends the person using it so if you're if you know if you're a heavy strong person the assault bike is often uh, you're going to elicit a better reaction from the training because you can get more intensity and get the wattage higher whereas with someone that's smaller maybe lighter not as strong the assault bike is really really hard to generate any kind of force production so they can't create that intensity that you see from others so um, and I saw that definitely in the program and we put them into the workout so whereas the concept bike is built very much like the rower machine where it's fan resistance similar to the assault bike but you can change the resistance levels according to the person so yeah, we, we've seen a huge change actually in the in the ability for people to go and actually uh, use those piece of kit and make it very, very all-rounded. So, uh, and I think also it brings a whole new kind of fitness, you know, the concept bike 
brings in a leg pump like no other as i find the assault bike brings in more of a um anaerobic uh challenge so yeah so we bought them in and bought the engine class in the engine class is aerobic based building uh, again foundational stuff that is so important to get better at and uh i suppose the thing that i've loved is programming these to try and make them engaging because they only involve running rowing biking and ski ergs if they've got ski ergs so uh yeah challenging all those different things and trying to improve their aerobic base and we've seen a huge improvement of people that have been brought into the class and got involved with it and i personally have really enjoyed jumping into those classes so um yeah so we're going to uh continue with these new classes and the feedback's been really really good i think it's offered a really nice variation for people and we've added them into the timetable so uh, our traditional class is still like 60 70 percent of the timetable and the specialist should take over little blocks uh so that hopefully gives you an idea what we've been doing over the last two or three months since we did a podcast we've been implementing all these kind of things and uh, and i probably definitely uh i'm looking forward to getting more podcasts out now and talking about some different experiences with training and business but i suppose the takeaway from me recently from doing lots of things at the minute two big takeaways number one staff is key so if you're a gym owner and you're looking to progress like the way you staff is so important we're, we're going through a process now of getting people applying for new roles and um my advice i don't look at qualifications i look at the kind of person they are i suppose that's probably specific advice for shire fit because we're built on our culture of caring and doing the small things and you need to find we need to find people that fit that and it's all about personality um so that's my piece of advice there and i suppose uh the the other big thing for me is that the staff just really, really are the people now for us that influence everything we do. And I can't thank them enough for their hard work and their application. And I'm so excited now at the minute, seeing so many different uh, coaches at the minute apply our principles to their coaching and training and helping so many people and seeing people buy in. Like, I can't tell you how exciting it is to see people online tagging Shirefit and uh, saying how much they enjoyed the session. And I've actually never met them before. They've only just come in for their class and uh, to begin with I found that really difficult not meeting people coming and doing it but now I find it so exciting to think they're buying into it and they're getting something away from it um, and the biggest ever takeaway in terms of business owners and you know uh, I suppose you know I think this can apply to lots of things I, I, I think about it now and I apply it back to uh, when I was probably training a lot as well but adaptation and being willing to review even when you think you're doing well um, and that's quite hard to do because, you know, you have to move your ego aside and say, well, what am I exactly doing right or wrong? What do I think I could be better? And I think if you don't do that, then you're, you're going to struggle to improve until you get those big, uh, what you might class as failures or, or uh, realizations that you're not improving or something along those lines. So as an example, a business example would be your membership drops off loads and then that's your wake up call. But what I noticed, what I noticed was there. I had to look back and go, oh, you know what? Actually, we've got a lot we need to improve on here. Still, we're not, we're not where where I want us to be yet, and you know, we're still not there now. And I think it's a really, really good opportunity. And I recommend business owners, anything you're doing, to sometimes sit back and just think, what am I doing right now? Well, how can I do it better? How can I improve? Um, uh, and go out there and try and do those things, and try and be willing to try as well. And you know, I've. I've done that with these things and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't and I think uh, they work out more than often and 
I just 100% recommend now thinking about even if you're thinking you're being really successful and you look at high sport athlete, high level sport athletes that do this as well you might be world champions they're always going back to the drawing board and looking to improve so that's what we've been up to and it's been really really busy but we've got some really exciting things coming up next week's podcast we are talking to one of our members about their experience of visiting us and coming to get involved how they got into CrossFit and also they've visited lots of the CrossFit gyms so their experiences and positives and negatives of gyms um, uh, we have got I'll be doing a podcast next week uh, from over in Germany where I'll be letting everyone know about the preparation for the Ironman event we, the, that I have next week uh, and talking about the whole experience of it as well and let you know how it goes especially after we obviously had Darren in who, who, who's an Ironman coach and triathlete and uh, just hearing from his experience of it as well and hopefully we can sort of see, that, see if it matches what I sort of found of the event but what so far I can't say I'm really really excited to go and get involved with it um, and then other than that we're going to do quite a few business ones uh, CrossFit affiliate owners I want to get a lot of you guys onto a podcast as well so if there is any of you who want to tell your story of your gym please get in touch let us know I know also there's a lot of people for instance people in the forces people that work in public service like the police and ambulance service that listen and get in touch so again please get in touch um, because I think uh, one thing I've loved about the podcast so far is we've had some real varied people on talking about lots of different experiences and uh, and I think we can always take away things from those so uh, get in touch and uh, we can look at getting you guys on as well but uh, like I said thanks for tuning back in onto the podcast and any ideas anything you want to see on it anything you want to hear about then you can drop us an email which is team at shire.fit or you can get us on Instagram, Facebook, website, any way you want to get in touch. We always get the message and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start chatting with you. But thank you very much and I shall speak to you guys next week.